what's up? Welcome to the Ambitious Podcast. My name is Dylan Price, and on today's show, our guest on the line is Sam Straub. Sam is an excellent quarterback from Southern Illinois University, and he is now preparing for the NFL draft in his future. Sam, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, man. How about you? I'm doing good. So before I even start, you know, I'm getting ready for the interview and everything, and I'm watching a lot of tape. And the biggest thing, your the way your career has gone, everything, you remind me so much of Tony Romo, a guy who went to school in Illinois as well at Eastern Illinois University. And it's just such a strong comparison, and it's part of the reason I wanted to have you on, because you are an excellent quarterback, and you have a really bright future idea. Thanks for that comparison. Um, it's honestly very cool that you think that. And um, yeah, Tony's done a lot of really good stuff, obviously, throughout his career, and is kind of like a little bit of an inspiration for smart school guys that kind of proves that, you know, if you can play, you can play, and they'll find you. Yeah, it would be awesome to see you make it that far. So the next, the first question I'm going to ask you is, what led you to start playing football? Um, Well, geez, I've been playing my entire life pretty much. Um, But I really started getting serious about it uh, when I was a sophomore in high school. And I just really enjoyed being around the team atmosphere. And um, I've always had a pretty good arm, so I figured that playing football – give me the best chance to earn a scholarship in college and then once I got there um, I started realizing that it was a dream of mine to play professionally so it's just kind of carried me throughout my career that way. So you said when you started out you went to quarterback but if you didn't play quarterback what other position do you feel like you could play? Uh, that's a good question I'd say tight end if anything I've always had pretty good hands and I said my size favors me in that direction as well. Um, I'd have to get a little bit faster, but uh, definitely something that I feel like I could do. That would be cool. Maybe if uh, quarterback doesn't ever work out, maybe you could try tight end. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so despite battling injuries, how do you feel your college football career went looking back at it? Um, yeah, you kind of hit it on the nose. Uh, injuries were a big part of it. A lot of ups and downs. Um the only thing I can really say coming out of that is I, I learned a lot about myself throughout the whole process. Uh, five years of hard work and trying to put myself in the best position to be successful, not only in football and in life. But uh, I'm just really grateful for things that I've learned about myself throughout the process. So I just brought up the injuries, but one thing I really want to get into here is if I was an NFL decision maker who needed a quarterback, you would be a really good pick for me in my head because the injuries show a huge trait in that would be perseverance because you battled back and then when you were on the field you tore it up but in your opinion what do you feel is your one quality that sets you apart from the pack i'd say my arm strength um you know i I can make all the throws on the field there's nothing i can't do with my arm when it's when it's going in rhythm and everything like that i mean um, I'd also say a close second would be my my intelligence as a quarterback and just knowing the game, understanding coverages, defenses, being able to execute off of what they give me. So now it's getting towards the NFL draft process and you're starting to become under the limelight a lot more. If you were an NFL executive and you were on the clock, where would you select yourself? 
Honestly, that's a, that's a good, another good question, man. I I'm, I would just be grateful for any opportunity, uh, whether it was during draft day or as a free agent or even a rookie camp invite. Like it really doesn't matter to me. Um, I'm looking for any opportunity to showcase my talents and prove that I can play with the best. So if you could pick, though, where would be your ideal destination? Uh, I'd say Chicago. Um, I'm from Chicago. My family's from Chicago. Um, I'm living there right now. And it would just be, I, I, I love the city. And I think that they're doing some really good things there and they have a bright future. So if you do go undrafted, and unfortunately this is all, hopefully this does not have to happen, if you do go undrafted and you don't make it to a mini camp, will you continue playing football? And if so, would you consider playing in a developmental league like the AAF or in a couple years the XFL? Yes, absolutely. I actually was just at the opening game for the AAFL this last Saturday in Orlando. Um, and I can't say enough how happy I am to see you know, more football, and not only more football, but good football. So it's good to see, and it's encouraging to see as a as a guy who is kind of on the fence. Um, so yes, if one of those opportunities opened up, I would take full advantage. How was the atmosphere at the games? It was really cool. Um, you know, I mean, it was it was kind of different at first. You know, you kind of every year watch the Super Bowl and then think, you know what, I'm not going to be able to see any football until maybe a couple Canadian League games in the summer and. Um, I think that they've got a good foundation with their league. Uh, there was it was a good turnout in the, at the game, and I'm thinking that the buzz around the uh, league will get more hyped up as pe- more people watch and as the season goes on. It would be an awesome thing to see happen, kind of similar to a thing like NFL Europe or um, the AFL, kind of coming into more of the limelight. Yeah. So, I saw you are currently training with Ken Mastroli. Ken is a brilliant football mind, and he actually has been a guest on the show before. His episode's coming out on Saturday. I'm filming this, and the schedule's all messed up. But uh, what are a few things you're working on with him? Yeah, I've known Ken for, I think, four years now. Um, and I've gotten a chance to work with him, you know, at least a week out of the year um, during my off season. Uh, he's, he's a really smart guy and knows what he's doing. I appreciate all the work that he's done with me and helped me develop throughout my game. But um, while I've been down here, we've worked a lot on just fundamentals and tweaking up mechanics, such as uh, footwork, trying to increase arm speed, uh, staying balanced while you're throwing the ball, just all the little things that you you might not get to work on when you're in a training camp or uh, mini camp. So as you prepare for your showcases, what is one thing you want to show those in attendance? Uh, Consistency, um, leadership, and my athletic qualities. Um, I think if I go out and do what I do and, uh, you know, kind of play, treat my pro days like a game, then the rest will take care of itself. Shifting into, you know, on-the-field game, how do you stay poised and level-headed on the field? Yeah, it's, that's, a, that's a good question. Uh, I think it, it's something that just comes to you when you're an athlete. Um, you know, I, I personally 
you know, how you, everybody gets butterflies, I think, a little bit before the games, but it's almost like you take that first snap and it feels no different than when you're playing, you know, 11 on 11 on the, in the Thursday practice during the season. So, I mean, football is football. It doesn't matter if, you know, there's five people in the stands or 50,000. You treat it the same as an athlete. That's an awesome mentality to have. So part of I shifted to on-field game, a couple things I wanted you to rate personally. Um, I'm going to say a skill, and I want you out of 10 to say how you think you are at that. So the first would be reading defenses. Uh, seven, two. Hmm. Uh, the next would be, you touched on this, your arm strength. You could say 10 if you want. I watched you play. You have an awesome one. <laughs> no, I mean, I, it's, it's, I'm, just, I'm not a perfect player, so i got a lot of stuff that I need to work on still. Uh, what would you rate your mobility? Um, six. And what would you rate your leadership skills? Eight. All right. So now uh, shifting into, you touched on a little about, you're not a perfect player, which I think you're an awesome player, but what do you feel is the weakest part of your game right now? I would say, I mean, geez, I have so many things that I need to get better at, but if there's anything, it would be staying consistent with my accuracy and being more mobile in the pocket, having better feet. What scheme did you play in at Southern Illinois, and what scheme do you feel your best fit is in? I was lucky enough to go through a few different offenses at Southern. They were all based around the same concepts and formations and everything like that. But uh, my junior year, we did a lot more pro-style stuff. We were under center quite a bit and did a lot of pro um, play-action pass uh, you know, just power offense, a lot of 12 and 21 personnel, which was good because I'd never really dabbled into that area of football previously. I, you know, learned a lot of the, I ran the spread in high school and my first few years at Southern, we did a lot of spread, run pass option stuff, uh, barely took anything from under center. So I would say I had a mix of both throughout my five years at SIU, um, but honestly, I wouldn't say that there's a specific offense that fits me best. I, I mean, I'm, I would say I can run as a quarterback, but it's not my preference. Like I, I'm not the guy that's going to be running the speed option. Um, I, I like under center. I like to be under center and do play action pass and drop back and pass and stay in the pocket. So I would say that that would be what that would be what fits me best. So at Southern Illinois, what did you major in? I was a sport administration major. And if, what made you choose that? Um, you know, I went through my first couple of years and was undecided. And it was kind of coming to the point where I needed to make a decision. And I remember talking to my mom and she was like, well, sports have kind of always been your life. So, and... It's, it holds true to this day, and that was the single thing that I thought could help me. So other than football, what do you like to do? 
Um, well, I actually work part-time right now at a uh, interval slash cycle slash yoga studio. Um, I'm really interested in that. Um, I've kind of picked up a hobby of being in the health and fitness community since I graduated. Um, I'm interested in learning more about that and, you know, possibly pursuing a career in that area after I've finished playing. Um, so I love to work out, be around fitness, um, and I enjoy spending time with my, my friends, my family, and my dog. Other than, uh, or, sorry, uh, you were number four at Southern Illinois, right? Yes. Was there any specific reason you chose that number? I've been four since, uh, as long as I can remember. I, I grew up playing baseball since I was in third grade wearing four. Um, I wore four in youth league football. I think the only year that I wasn't four was my freshman year of high school and my freshman year of college. And otherwise, I've been it my entire life. Uh, I would say maybe one reason behind it was because I loved Brett Favre growing up. But other than that, there's no particular reason. Do you have a pregame ritual? And if so, what is it? Nothing, nothing in specific. Um, I normally just listen to my music and try and zone in. I'll go out on the field and stretch, throw a few, few warm up balls, and uh, my dad normally writes me a letter before the game. So that's probably the most consistent thing. Um, I would say is just reading those and kind of getting locked in before the first snap. That's really cool. Who is one coach or coaches that you've had in the past that have had the biggest effect on you? Yeah, um, I would say my offensive coordinator my junior year, John Van Dam. Um, he's right. He's now he's with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers as a offensive quality control. Um, I would say he he really taught me everything I know about football, um, whether it was coverages, footwork. You know how to read certain plays, approach, game prep. Um, you know me- mechanics and practice, and not only in football, but he helped a lot. You know he was always there for me to come to to talk if I needed anything. Or he's been a good friend and a good coach. So I also saw um, your best season by far on statistics, and this is not a knack on anything else. Was your junior year, and that's shows that you had a really good connection with your offensive coordinator. Yeah, we were on the same page quite a bit, and uh, it, it obviously showed. So who is one player or players you try to model your skills after? Tough question. I, uh, I feel like I got a unique skill set. Um, you know, I've had guys say, like, oh, you play a little bit like Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz, um, you know, I'm a mobile guy and I'm a bigger guy, but I also have a good arm and like to stand in the pocket. So I don't really look at a specific player, you know, say, okay, that's who I want my game to be like. I watch, I mean, Tom Brady's been my favorite quarterback since as long as I can remember. I've grown up watching him. I, you know, I watch film on him all the time. Um, so if anybody, he's, he's obviously the, the greatest ever. So, who is your favorite team, personally? Uh, I love the Patriots. Yeah, so t- 
Tom is my favorite quarterback, and uh, I'm a big Patriots guy. I'm a diehard Jets fan, so uh, that <laughs> one stings on, a little. So. <laughs> uh, who keeps you driven? Or if there's anyone who does, who would that be? Uh, I'd say my parents. Um, you know, I actually wasn't going to pu- try and pursue playing professionally after um, school. You know, I just kind of was in a spot where I didn't really have much confidence and I wasn't going to try it. And after a lot of pursuit by my parents, uh, they've really pushed me to, to try and take full advantage of my opportunities. And yeah, my parents have been there since day one. So this is a tough question, but what do you want your legacy to be when it's all said and done and you hang up your cleats? That is a good question. Um, someone who, you know, just gave it their all every day, was there for his teammates, just a, a good person. I, mean, I want to be known as a good person. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of all I can really think of right now is it's important to, it's important to be a good person and to work hard. And I think if you're those two qualities, then you're going to end up being successful one way or another. So to kind of close out, one piece of advice I really have for you is enjoy this process. No matter what happens, you're only going to be in this spot once. And I wish you the best of luck, and thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. It was a cool opportunity, my first one. So it was good meeting you. Thanks, you too. Appreciate it. Once again, I want to thank Sam Straub for taking the time to come on the Ambitious Podcast, and I wanted to let everyone know you can listen to Ambitious on all your favorite podcast listening platforms. I'll see you back here next Saturday for a new episode of Ambitious.